Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Yeah, I'm good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. We're brought to you by Extend Technology. So two things. It's weird because I'm going to bring it up now, and then I'm going to bring it up tomorrow, but I'm not sure what time in the show. I have to bring You know what I do? I got to bring it up at 940 tomorrow at the end of the show because it happened at the same time. You and Owen were right, and I didn't have enough time to think because I got so pissed at Owen. Mm -hmm. Because when you said, well, you're just wrong like last time. Well, this is different from last time. So I, But no, you. I don't think you even gave an opinion. So Owen was right. Mm -hmm. I just didn't have a time to think because I got so pissed off, which Owen talked, and we, we hugged it out, and everything's fine. But I was pissed in the so moment. So we finally had juice. We finally had some heat, and you guys... But disarmed each other off the air? It was a, no. So why is anybody listening to the podcast oh, right I'd now? I'd like to tell you, but I'm not allowed to talk. Owen and I and Anthony. See, that's the pisser of the whole thing, damn it. Owen and I and Anthony are basically the same way. We can get very heated for five-minute interval. Well, I mean, I can be heated for 10 or 15 minutes, but it takes five minutes to cool off and go, this is pointless, we're all adults here. I got pissed off because I got mad at you for not saying anything. That's the reason I go, oh, it's the Owen show now? Because you weren't saying anything, This is, this is so typical. Like, imagine when Lincoln and Douglas were hurling insults right before they went up on stage, but and then they said, you know what, let's hug it out. I feel bad. The major problem of it is... And then we got a terrible debate you didn't out of it. offer. You did not offer an opinion. It's the second week in a row we've had a big argument where you didn't offer an opinion. because, And that's not your job. And that your job is supposed to be offering big opinions. Yeah. Me... I, do we or do we not reserve the right to, in the moment, go, you know what? I was wrong. You're right. I agree with that. That's point. That's the point. If you don't really feel that? that way, yeah. Because this we do. 
We don't. I, we don't do fake. Was, we do not do fake first take. And I don't want to sit where there. we decide what to or if somebody like Piglet is going to be like, you take this side and you take that side, and then we go to war for the next two hours in a show that name. no one's ever You're seen or heard before. Robin, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I don't want to do this. Please do not do it. Okay? But that's all I'm saying is I. Shut up. We and don't stop. do. All I'm saying is we Put don't the do safety on, please. we don't do the fake argument thing. If we disagree or if we change our mind ten minutes later, we will we will tell the audience that. But and maybe that's not as great for ratings. I don't know. Because my whole thing, and this is where I, I'm I'm insular here, is I thought I can't say everything going. You paid him two thirty. You paid him two thirty. You paid him two thirty. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. And Owen said you paid him two thirty, and I was immediately disagreeable. But I think about it and I go, the NFL has not given him a suspension yet. The NFL could suspend him for five years right. or ten years or no games. We don't know. So or just preseason what I've had, games. What I've had, literally, what I've had three minutes to think about it after the show, once Owen and I talked it out, we were fine with each other. Once I had three minutes ago, he gets the reps. He's the starter. He gets the reps. Mm-hmm. Until the NFL, because it's the old adage, I, I'm, I wish I would have thought about it. I wish it would have been quicker. It's my fault for not being quicker. Remember the whole thing. Why does Peyton Manning get all the first team reps? Why doesn't what well, I forget, I think it was Jim Sorge. Sorge Why yeah. doesn't Jim Sorge get all the first get any first Guy team that reps? Ended our someone, playoff run. And the quote was I I think it, one of the coaches from the Colts said, "But because if eighteen goes down, we're effed, and we don't practice effed." It's the same thing. Now I don't intend to be effed with Jacoby Brissett, right? But it ain't as good as Deshaun Watson. And so because the yeah. league hasn't said anything, am I supposed to treat him as a, as if he is suspended when he's not suspended? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. I got is... I got to give Deshaun Watson the reps. I, I hate to do that. I know we're going to go out and do this on the air tomorrow. Yeah, I do I'm think. I'm going to say the exact I, same thing at 940 tomorrow about. I do think you do too. Today. I do think we're going to do the argument about Deshaun Watson earlier. But, but, but make I sure think. my parents tune in. I think you should. I think it is really, really tough. The NFL. I, well, I can't say the NFL is putting you in a tough spot. Can because you, you clip you, you the put, Owen show line because I got pissed at Lime about that and it came off terribly. I was so pissed at you and it came off pissed at Owen. Sorry, go ahead. So I I totally think, and I can't say the NFL is putting the Browns in this situation. It's the Browns. The Browns put themselves in a situation uh, because they decided to go get somebody who is going to be suspended most likely, and we just don't know when. We don't know if it's this year, next year. That is really tough from an organizational standpoint to try to plan for something like that. I do not think that's easy, but that is also a trade-off that I was willing to take. So I'm not bashing the Browns for doing that. I was willing to accept the Bingo. circumstances, the consequences of Bingo. this. Because my prevailing thought in this whole thing is that they know there's going to be some penalty. What that penalty is, I don't know. But they knew there was going to be a penalty when they started looking at the guy in October. Yes, everybody knew. So my whole thing is... You know there's going to be a penalty. My first thought was, you know there's going to be a penalty. Give Jacoby Brissett. He's the one who needs it. He's not as good as Deshaun Watson. But I got them both out there on the field. Deshaun Watson has not been suspended by everybody, by anybody. Who am I? I who, how can I put my team behind an eight ball without Deshaun Watson? I want him to have the reps because I don't want him to be, quote-unquote, rusty to start whenever he plays. Go ahead. Well, don't you think the Browns have to go into it and say, we since October we've thought there's going to be a penalty, but man, it keeps unfolding. The criminal cases are now closed, right? That's that's no longer a thing. 
maybe we get away with this. Say that Water. to them. Well, it's getting away with it sounds bad. Uh, well, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, but do they say they can't say that publicly? They no, say it they said to themselves. Yeah, they have every right to. So think that's that. why I. That's the reason why I say. Yeah. You gotta you gotta roll today like he's the guy because he is the guy. Yeah. Until you're right. You're right. You are absolutely right. You are absolutely right. And it's a pisser because I'm sitting there going, I wish, like I'm like if I just had. One more minute to think about it. I go, no, he's a starting quarterback. He gets the reps. So, the other thing is, I get where you come from from that argument and coming at me. I look at Lima sometimes when we get in these things and when I do jump in front, right? And I go, oh, he's going to give me he's going to give me leeway here. And I thought you were giving me leeway there, right? Lima. I was almost going to leave the studio to give you leeway. <laughs> but I wanted you to say something no. because I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute. Why am I in a huge fight with Owen here when you're the guy who set this whole thing up? And I haven't even heard your opinion so, on it. There's, there's the thing of, you know how we talked about, and I talked about early on when I started on the show, and that was 2017, right? So Boy, it's been that long. That Lima is a debater that likes sports, and most oh, people yeah. are sports fans that try to debate, yeah. right? It was one of the most so poignant things you, you've ever said. you've said it several times. You had to learn how to debate Lima, right? I got to sit in the sausage closet for five years and watch how the debates unfold, right? And not really add much to it. Now I've got to see how Lima likes to debate you. So every time, that's kind of... Kind of the structure of the debate. And I'm still a little bit affected. Let's just be serious here. I'm still a little bit affected that you agreed with me about the the last Watson thing we did, and you just let callers kill me. It really upset me. Well, any chance. Any chance I get that, uh, I'm signing up for that. But I try to ASAP. hold, but if, there, if there's things that, uh, we've always talked about how I have a better bedside manner than you do. Much better. I try to hold your hand through certain things that might be seen controversial and go, well, I could see it this way. Which doesn't tend to matter to callers because they'll just say, oh, Lima, you're wrong, and this is why. Yeah, somebody said the other day, somebody uh, came after me over the – over the fi- I love reading these responses over talking about Sarah beating me in the 5K, my pregnant fiancé beating me in the 5K. Which is ridiculous. And somebody uh, – like 25 weeks pregnant. I love this. 25 weeks, yeah. I love this. We talked about this beer. on the phone yesterday. Guys, ahead, she would have beaten me at 38 weeks, okay? <laughs> Let me yeah. explain that to you, you guys right are- now. Your hospital is 26.2 miles away from the house. <laughs> she, she has the exact, yes. I, maybe people don't know her background. But either way, um, somebody was like uh, uh, talking about, and I said, this humbled me. And they said, well, if it's not your bad Browns takes that humbled you. And I'm like, man, I feel like my Browns takes have been pretty damn good over the last five years. You are smelling yourself so hard. I feel like, well, the takes. problem is, I feel you like don't... I couldn't be, and I hate it. I feel like my track record, I'll put it up against. You're getting arrogant. I don't, I don't know. Like it. Hey, you know what? I'll say it right now. If Nathan Zagura came on here with us now, I'd say I put Woo! my Browns takes against Nathan Zagura right Woo! now. I've been more correct by far, by a landslide. That doesn't matter. That that, that uh, that's no commentary on you know him getting the Browns job or anything like that. I get people don't want to hear cynicism in the booth. People don't want to hear Jim Donovan say what a great play, and then here's Anthony Lyman in the booth next to him said, "Well, actually, Jim, the DB fell down. I mean, that's why. That's why Dava <laughs> Peoples Jones scored." No, you want to hear Nathan Zagura screaming and yelling about what a route that was. Like that's that's what people want. I get that. Yeah. I get that. But that's. That's that's not what I'm bringing to the table Monday well, through Friday. Show. This is that's not right, right game. there. And 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 believe me, I have called. I called Ohio State basketball games back in the day, to, and boy, was I a cheerleader. I was the uh, biggest cheerleader. That one loss they had, you were pretty nasty about it. I did get nasty once. Yeah, I was not happy once. once. 
Uh, Tell everybody. What, what, at the end of the game, it was the last game of the year. We were at the, then the Conseco Fieldhouse. I got into it with Jim O'Brien, the last press conference he ever had before he was unceremoniously run and out of the he program. Was unceremoniously run out. Uh, but we ended up getting Thad Mata, and that worked out pretty well. But I, I'll never forget the end of the season. I'm talking about the schedule and what's coming up. And I'm like, oh, but uh, you know what? Uh, it's a great future ahead for the football team. Not the basketball team, which season ended. And a lot of these guys are out the door at the end of the year. And I was dead right. Go look at the attrition at the end of the year. I was totally right. And they weren't happy about that. And that was a student radio network that they funded. They funded for us. They said, here you go. We are paying for you to come out of the air and to trash our program, which is exactly what I did. Good for you. <laughs> Most student radio, big time homers. Not in that moment. It ended up working out for you. Did it? Yeah, I think so. I don't know I about think that. It ended up working out for you. I don't think I'll ever get a job with Ohio uh, State. Speaking of college, college loans, should we pay them off as a government? That's exactly what I want to start out with today. So, I was like, I was just going to go, uh, student loans, should we pay the debt? So probably not. Uh, probably not. You probably wow. shouldn't. You probably should focus on. Either making college more affordable or wow. community colleges, but I'm also not going to get nasty about it. Anthony Cruz I'm not, over here. No, but I'm not. I, I think it's. I think it's. Uh, people are like, is this a winning issue or a losing issue? Look, if you do give Anthony Cawthorn over here going I, on vacation with I do, his family, I do uh. think in the, with the fact that we have no affordable housing now in this country, we don't even have affordable rent. So you have a bunch of people who, even though you could talk about workers having more leverage than they've ever had uh, before. Uh, they still don't have money. They still don't have enough money to afford the American dream that was supposed to be housing, right? To be able to own your own home. House. Yeah. How did it go? That's kind of an important by thing. By the way, in 2008. The dinosaur house is going to be $1.3 million by the end of the weekend. When I'm in college, when we're in college, how did we go from there's all these houses for sale that have been foreclosed on, no one can buy them, mm-hmm. to we need 5 million more houses in this country? Yeah, we're short. We're short 5 million homes. Um, how did we do that? Because you had a a new sect of of home a new buyer? demographic of home buyer that all of a sudden. But why was uh, I told for ten years yeah. that millennials don't want to move out of the home? Well, and then they eventually did, and then the people behind them were also looking for something, and so so millennials waited too. You long. just got to remember, mill- millennials are thirty five years old now. Yeah. I mean, but also after two thousand eight, there was a shortage of construction. It's a huge shortage. It was too expensive. They weren't making enough houses. They were not creating enough houses. There were so housing. many started skeletons that weren't finished. Yeah, so you didn't you didn't have that. You didn't have access to that. And now, well, I'm getting back to the student loan thing. Now the question is: Do you want to do you want to give these people who can't make it uh, paycheck to paycheck to actually have affordable housing? If you're not going to make housing affordable, mm-hmm. then what is the only other way to do it? Well, it is to give an influx of cash. Well, the problem is they just did that after COVID. And I know they'll say, well, we were doing that because we put you behind the eight ball because of COVID. So you're not going to be able to go to that well again. Basically, that would be, in essence, printing money again. And what is that going to do to inflation? Well, so I we, don't think you could do that right now with student loans. Are we in a position where I could say we don't have the answers and we could spitball some ideas? And so if people are listening, maybe they could find it out. Sure. Because I, I, I feel kind of the same way you do. But I also still have to say, I, I, I don't think we can, but I also, my first thought is I get so upset with, well, I did it, so can you. Well, no, college costs less. For my dad's generation, my dad did not go to college, but for my dad's generation, college costs so much less than what it did for ours. Mm-hmm. So you could work your way through college, technically, 
and not come out with a huge amount of debt that would saddle you. But because I did, I don't want other people to have to struggle. Is that fair? Like, just because I made an asinine decision on my, and I mean asinine decision on mm-hmm. student loans, and I can get into oh, it I did if too. you want me to. I, I, did I, I mean, too. I've told you the story. I've not really talked about it on air. I don't want people to have to go through the stress that I did. It was very stressful. So so there is there is this component. I, I, I agree with you, and I feel the same way. That I think we can do a better job of easing, easing some of the responsibility, well, some of the burden. Yes. I do not think you should wave a wand and say, "Hey, you decided uh, to get your master's degree in the Ivy League at sixty thousand dollars a year, in addition to your undergraduate student debt." And even though you signed on the dotted line and you told the government you were going to pay back these loans, now I'm supposed to absolve when you have uh a, a marketing degree or an english degree like no no that you decided to make those decisions nobody put a gun to your head but at the same time if we can ease the burden and do something to either make housing more affordable find a better path to having to having uh, a better paying job or waiving some of the burden mm-hmm. to put cash in your pocket so that you can ignite the economy well okay but I don't think you could just wave a magic wand. Doesn't but mean I'm not gonna be... I'm not gonna be excited if it happens because obviously I did not get the money during I did not get any PPE, I did not get any any rent uh absolution, I didn't get any of that stuff during COVID. So I feel like, well, everybody else got something, so you kind of feel left out. You wanna uh... get something. I got something to tell you about COVID cash that's not mm. good for the podcast or for the air about a family member of mine. Um not not mm. immediate, by the way. So, um, but I feel like I'm an idiot. By the way, there were some tales. There, there were some tall tales he, being told about COVID cash by a by a course, family member of mine. Of course, one. they're not even in the beginning of investigating so much of the misuse of those funds, and now they're starting to come after people. But they do not have the enforcement to be able to do that, or the investigators to go do that. The amount of people in my life that make way more money than me have way bigger houses than me. That got money for nothing and will never have to pay it back. Yeah, there's a little bit of me that's like, I what what am I getting? What am I getting? Why what am I? Why was why was I such an idiot? Why Why didn't I take advantage? Everybody else took advantage. Why didn't I? There is that mean bone in your body. You should be though. You might say you're mean, and it could be, but it's about improving the system. It's Mm. not about joining that. I know. I know. Because I'm just I'm just adding, but adding to the problem. Right? Cynicism says I'm not going to make a difference. What's the point of me trying to improve the system when I can just do that? Like so, I was striving yesterday, and this is why I thought of it, and I wanted to bring it up to you. Like again, it's spitballing, just trying to find the right way to do this instead of either being a just mean spirited about it Mm -hmm. or b what you just said, just overly, here's a magic wand and everything. No, there is such a thing in life as bad investments, right? So I brought this up to you. My, It didn't matter what I majored in. My parents were obsessed with me going to college. And I came out, I still have 13,000. I, I have 11. I just saw. Wow. I'm down to you 11. Went to, you went to grad school. And I, Well, I was doubling up. I was paying a lot, man. Jesus. I paid a lot so, of my money each so month. I still have a decent sum left. You still have a decent sum left. Think about it. I was, at, ooh, I was ass deep in debt, yeah. and I didn't go to grad school, by the mm. way. I think about it like this. My parents, and I, again, I love my parents. And my dad... Because my dad worked at a job that flatly he hated for 41 years. And by the time I went to college, he had hated it for 30 years. 
and he hates it still after he's retired. <laughs> he hated the entire time he was there. And he worked his ass off, just like a lot of dads did. And his whole thing of, of the reason doing it, the whole investment wasn't house, cars, anything. My dad has never had a new car. My dad has had one new car way before I was born. It was making sure I go to college. That's the whole thing. He has to go to college. He has to do it. Because this whole investment mm. in my work has to stand for something, so he has to go to school. But frankly, I didn't need to go to college to do this. You didn't need to go to college no. to do this. No, especially now. No, yeah, exactly. We didn't need to go to college to do any of this. So I go, why didn't I major in something that had a much deeper challenge than what I majored in? Because I majored in radio, TV, communications, and basically – you get to a point, guys, where you, you do this, you either can do it or you can't. It's that, it's that simple. We could have majored in business or finance and done this on the side. In, and if we fell in love yeah, with it, we could have done my, it. And my other thing is, Tone, is that I wanted to major. By the time by the time I thought of this idea, it was too late. I was mm. already too far. I was getting ready to graduate in a year. Well, there and were so, there were uh, just real quick. There are there were some stupid barriers that I don't think are in place anymore. Which is, yeah. if I wanted to get a job. At WTAP in Parkersburg, they would not have hired me exactly. without a communications degree. And there degree, are still stupid barriers, which is in pretty place. silly. And that is really stupid because you could have majored, you could have majored in business or fine. John learned, Michael, yeah. John Michael is on TV. John Michael is a lawyer, has a finance background. Oh, he's finance. Or, sorry, I thought he was. Was is he, he a lawyer? I don't know. Either way, it's not communication. Butchered your resume, John. Sorry, sorry. John. He's an astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and by the time it, it did, it hit me because I knew I had to go to college for a fifth year. I had all my communication stuff done. Yeah. And I go, so I why? have to go to college for another year. And my Tom Beck, wonderful man who was in charge of WZIP, it like hit me. He goes, yeah, I've been trying to tell you for three years. I've been right? trying to tell you for three years. This is not – you were not getting the most of your investment. Oh. And, I mean, it was – I was sick. And my big plan, it was still stupid, and he thought it wasn't that smart. Education. Why would education be a fallback? It's very arrogant – to look at something as I, I, my minor was integrated social studies education. Mm. It's very arrogant for somebody to not have a passion for teaching and what that entails, especially uh-huh. what it's become now. To hey, everybody, well, I'll fall back into teaching <laughs> kids. Wait a second, Kenny. Over the last two years, every parent has had to be a teacher. Yeah. So imagine that true. actually came in pretty handy. That's true. That might have done. Yeah, you're right. But I'm thinking, man, if I would have gone back. If I would do it all over again, I would have majored in something else. But frankly, I would have just probably done a trade. I probably would have been a pl- – I swear to God, like this is not – no joke, no dusty roads, nothing. I would have been a plumber. I would have been a pipe fitter. I would have tried to get an apprenticeship at Prusser Plumbing or something like that back in Perry and been a been – if I wanted to do it, I'd be a plumber. Or, frankly, I would have driven a bread truck for Schwabels and been laid off in a year or mm-hmm. two years. That's what I would have been. Keith has given me this weird look. So, for me, college – it doesn't make as much sense, and I just came out with so much debt. And I'm going, what is the best way to fix this? Mm. Do you do I have to hold it to somebody that to complete a bachelor's degree? Well, life gets in the way for some people. They might have had every intention of completing their degree, and then mom might have died, and now all of a sudden they have to take care mm. of a brother or a sister. Do I look at them and say that they can't have anything taken away to anything taken off their plate that they have to pay mm-hmm. because they're like they truly had a hardship? Do I do that? I can't yeah, well, do I, that. I hate this because it becomes it becomes one one group of people getting something and the others aren't. And I get it right now. There is this war on the intelligentsia, right? I mean, if you watch cable news, depending yeah. on which one you watch, 
you're either on this side or that side. And it's it's with anything. We do the same with Wall Street. Uh, we do the same with, you know, in this case, you brought up teachers. Okay, teachers unions, you have to you have to be for or against. You can't be down the middle. And, like, we get this strong CLE fan, I appreciate you tweeting us, says, what about the kids that couldn't go to college because they couldn't afford it? Do they get money, too, for working hard right outside of school to buy a house and pay bills? So a couple of things here. First of all, a lot of people did go to college that couldn't afford it. Mm-hmm. And it was the same as buying a home uh, before 2008 that caused the crisis. You couldn't afford a home, but, damn it, those banks – and uh, uh, what was it, Freddie? God, I get them mixed up. Freddie May, Fernie Pack. What's the name of the names? Freddie Mac, Freddie Mac, Freddie Mac, <laughs> Bernie Mac. What were the damn Rest names? In peace. But yeah, but they—that's uh, the whole point. That caused the crisis. Is people were getting, they were getting the homes that they couldn't afford and adjustable rate mortgages they couldn't afford. And in this case, my buddy, I, I, my my buddy Bubba. Does that sound like somebody who went into excavating? Because mm-hmm. he certainly did. Uh, he started working in high school, and basically was on a track to retire at age 54, 53. Mm-hmm. Well, I think there are certain perks to whatever you ended up going into. You could have gone into a managerial program. Uh, you could have, let's say you went to work at fast food. A lot of those places had ingrained programs that you could have had you have chosen that line of work. We knew somebody that was – we used to make fun of him at the time, and now he's in corporate at McDonald's. We used to make fun of him in high school. Yeah. We're like, what is he doing? He's working at the local McDonald's. And he ended up opening franchises all over the country, then ended up in corporate. So there, there are different ways to go about what you want to do. My Another buddy, a plumber. Do you understand the shortage of plumbers right now? Two million. That do you know what you oh, are I'm, making? I'm talking to general trades. Almost three million to general trades. Do you know what my but my buddy can name his price doing plumbing, and he got into it a seven year head start over me in in in, in the, the industry. Yes. So look, there are pitfalls to whatever industry. It was a bread truck, Keith, not little Debbie snack cakes. A hole. It was bread. <laughs> Schwabel's bread. And I, I, mean, I mean, honestly, if a couple banana dreams or uh, singers were to make it I on there, like then what the, is I'm that sorry, is that ahead. Kenny in that picture? Uh, anyway, all I'm saying uncanny. Go ahead. All I'm saying is everybody was was either talked into. Maybe you were talked into going into the military, or maybe you really wanted to go into the military. There were tracks for you, no matter what your limitations. Almost what, unless you were getting arrested a bunch, and then. You were kind of screwed, and the there military was, was, a, and then the was military, a track for people who got arrested right. a bunch. And it actually was. And then what happens after they got in the military? What are they going to do? Either way, um, there, there was something for you no matter what. Okay, I remember OCB. They came, they came a-knocking, and if you didn't have enough money to go, go do a four-year degree, OCB made a pitch, and that was something I was looking into, was mm-hmm. seriously looking into, because I didn't know if I could afford college. I just hit my mic. I'm sorry. So, I, again, I'm not saying wave a magic wand. And if you made bad decisions to go to college or you thought there were some promises made to you that you were going to make six figures out of grad school when you were taking Eastern Asian arts and literature, bad idea, man. And you were old enough to make that bad decision and you signed on the dotted line. But can we ease the burden? Can we make up for the fact that they said they were going to keep college affordable and they never did? They never did. did. And in fact, the uh, state school skyrocketed. No matter what, and unless you were, God bless the kids in Southern Ohio who were able to take advantage of the programs that were there to go to Ohio University or Ohio State, mm-hmm. and you got basically free tuition and free housing. God bless you. We how didn't did get it, that. We didn't get that in Northeast Ohio. How did it get so expensive? How did it get that expensive? 
How did how did school at the University of Akron or Kent State or Cleveland or whatever that was? How did it get good old so fashioned capitalism GD with a little expensive with, with with a little bit of government interference? Um, God, this is I don't know if you want me to get wonky. I covered higher education when I was in higher education. I mean, it's a podcast, man. But it was, People it, can tune out it, if they want. It, 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 when I say good old-fashioned capitalism, it's because they were able to inflate those prices because they kept telling you, and every study that was done was here is what this. you make yeah. if you get a college degree. Here's what you make if you don't. So all of a sudden, people like me, who, who uh, honestly, I, we, we joke about congratulations on all your success. Kenny and I grew up very similarly. I'd love to look at those old W-2s for the parents. Uh, like, I—, I I needed to go to college. I thought I well, needed to go to college. I, I honestly I thought I did. I tell my dad I lost the $20. Yeah. <laughs> now th- yeah, thank God I had people around me that He'd could take care of that $20. He for the principal of the thing, but yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> they, they did convince a generation of people that you have to go to college. Well, what is that going to do? What is that going to do to the prices? What is that going to do? And the best of all is these... Uh, these institutions of higher learning go look at their endowments go look yeah. at their endowments uh, tax free what are we doing with these endowments we're just allowing they sit on billions go they sit look on billions. at the at at right now not only at harvard do you have the harvard endowment you have the med school endowment and you have the teachers endowment you have three different lucrative endowments that are all top 25 in the country all right there in Cambridge. And then MIT has their endowment. Yeah. And all that money is there. And what is it for? I, I always thought the endowments were going to be a rainy day fund, right? What did we just have the last two years? One of the a biggest of rainy damn days. rainy day you've you've had in the last 50 years yeah. in 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 America. And did, what, did, did they touch any of that money? No. Did the endowments go down? No. Go ask about the Cleveland Clinic and their endowment. Nobody ever wants to talk about that, right? I did. We have a crisis. We have a crisis in this country of healthcare, and again highlighted by what just happened with COVID. Did they did they dip into that rainy day fund? No, no, they're just building more buildings and more parking garages. Well, you need that. You do need those things. I'm just pointing out. Sorry, went on a tangent. Yeah, no, that's a good tangent. It's good because I I don't want because I I didn't know the numbers, and we you and I uh, watched the same programs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we programs. Do. Um, we do. I didn't know the numbers of how few how the what the percentage of people who've gone to college, the percentage of pe- percentage of people who still have student loan debt, uh, which are not as high as maybe I thought. The percentage of people out there, right? So there I was a, I was wrong too. I thought everybody yeah. because everybody in my bubble had that debt. The, yes, everybody I knew yes. went to college and accrued that a, debt. And there is a strong working class of people our age who never went to college, and they will be damned if they want to spend their tax dollars to pay us out of our out of our debts. And I think you're right about that. But I, I, I just try to think. I go, hey, maybe it's not about wiping the slate clean. It's about can uh, like it was tough because my first thought was, <laughs> okay, can I take a percentage of debt mm-hmm. and say, you buy a house, we will use this percentage of debt on down payment. You stay in that house for an X amount of years. We'll wipe we'll wipe the rest mm-hmm. of it out. If you got so if you went through Lima National Bank. For your student loan, and then you buy a house with Lima National Bank. We take a percentage of that, mm-hmm. and we put. Like, can you do that? Is that a possibility? Mm-hmm. Like, these are spitballing ideas. But if we have five million houses that we need to build, <sighs> why do I need to convert your debt over to something like that? Other mm-hmm. than maybe that mm-hmm. I need to get something out of it. 
Maybe that's well, it. Well, this because is... I know you can't default on student loans and all the other things. Maybe I got to get some out of it. The other thing is the military. Mm-hmm. But are there non well, ju- gu- are there non gun holding programs in the military where you go? You give me two years of service. Yeah, not not to get into that's a, it. I, I don't know. Certainly not to get into a political thing, but we are talking policy here, yeah, and and that is, is something an idea. that is something the administration because Biden did not run on absolving your debt. There were people around him saying that he was going to do it because they're Democrats, and that became a Democratic populist issue that they thought they could win support, and now they're seeing, oh, not so popular, because there's so few, in comparison to everybody else, there's actually, uh, the percentages are not necessarily there, there's not the critical mass that would make this a populist movement. They did say, military, we need to start, we need to start embracing this, and again, the GI Bill was a form of this, let's go back to some semblance of this, community colleges is the other thing, you know, maybe maybe we should look at and say, hey, maybe maybe if you go to affordable college and they are doing things, OK, it's not necessarily just trades, but at the community level, community college level, they are offering a lot of those programs that are more practical. Yeah. And maybe we should maybe we should be encouraging you to go that route. But This is my it's brainstorming. It's it's spitballing. I know. It's brainstorming. It's spitballing because if a person's listening to this right now, they go, come on, get in the real world. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. If a person thinks there are a lot of good ideas, well, obviously that's fine too. I I think that politicians have time to make informed decisions. I think you and I should have time to make an informed decision mm-hmm. on what to do. I just, again, I don't believe in totally going, no, bleep you, you signed on it. Well, there's a difference between Kenny Carmen when he was 17 years old Signing away his life, True. thinking he'd make something a lot better than what he did when he first started in radio to Kenny Carmen at 35 years old now, who's had a lot more life experience and has met people from either across the aisle politically or differently, socioeconomically or different racially or different where they served in the military and I didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also another controversial aspect of this, and I know we're, we're going a little long here. You went to grad school. Mm-hmm. I knew a lot of people in college who I can't count on my fingers and toes. I mean, a lot of people who went to grad school because they just didn't want to start life. They didn't want to figure it out. They figure I'll ass off for another couple of years. And a lot of their parents supported them and in those endeavors. Supported them. And I, I can't tell you how many. I mean, I, I, I could turn the mic off and go name after name. People <laughs> are like, I'm going to grad school. It's like, yeah, you just don't want to look in the job market yet when the job market was okay mm. i mean i know the job market's okay now but to some people i i know everything's an argument there but they just didn't want to do it what do you do for grad school debt do you say no you say you got into grad school that's an extra choice you're an adult now right right i mean if you're 17 years old and you signed for 10 percent interest like all of a sudden you got a big problem or a 10-year loan instead of a 30-year loan whatever it is you got problems but and we can fit we can try to help you with those but grad school you're 22 23 years old what do you do then? Yeah, and and not to mention, I mean, yes, there in education you eventually do need a master's. So you know, should should it be discipline? Um, uh, should be discipline oriented, where it depends on what you're actually pursuing. Uh, obviously, med students they all have to go to grad school, but there's supposed to be a payoff there, right? And mm-hmm. there is, there mm-hmm. is, there are certain certain are less so than others, depending on you know, what you want to end up doing when it comes to grad school and med school. But yeah, I mean, I, I think we need to look at this on a, on a, on a very, very different basis. I also want just one other thing on this. I think 
the American dream is totally changed, right? Like yes. the American dream 30 years ago, or if, let's go back to the baby boomers. You had this specific track. There's a reason all these houses were built at the same time on the same streets that for the same, the same price, yes. basically fabricated, right? Yes. There's a reason. Yes. And that American dream worked for a very, very long time. And for some reason, man, 80s must have been really good for a lot of people because that American dream turned into home in the Carolinas, home in Florida for for people that, and vacations for for people that did things that you're like, man, you didn't make a lot of money. How did you afford all that? It's a very different time now when people graduate college, they, they move into these nice luxury apartments and then they go travel to Florida and they go to Europe and it's like. What what is going on? But they don't have the money to be able to buy the houses because the houses aren't affordable. It's like we are caught into this new vortex of something that is unsustainable. And I watch it every week. Even when I was going downtown Cleveland all the time, I'm like, it's a bunch of 24-year-olds. Whose money are they spending? What are they doing? And they're all living in luxury apartments, and they're all complaining that they can't possibly buy a house. And they can't find a, a, a woman, and they can't. They can't start raising kids. Like this is a very interesting cycle, and I say Those it as some, and I say it as somebody who made it single till I was basically thirty nine years old. Like it is a different cycle going you on right now. Somebody else's money. So I'll give no, you no, I was definitely spending my own. Um, boy, this has been some good stuff here. Missed it all. Owen, Owen had a meeting. Uh, it was a programming meeting. It wasn't like oh, oh, oh it was with Big Papa. You got to know. So 9.40 tomorrow, we'll go over that. I mean, we're going to talk to Sean Watson earlier than that, but I want to go over that specific situation. Well, I don't know. I don't know how how much we're going to talk about because now we're probably all in agreement that Sean Watson get all the snaps, right? Oh, I thought you were going to say he gets all the games suspended. <laughs> yeah. I was nervous there for a second. No, um, all the I don't know. I might change and disagree with you again tomorrow. This, this girl's in Santorini, Greece right now. Uh, how? How are you doing this? You know how she's doing it. Yeah. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 